So there's a teaching on the Mzitcha Magid on the beginning of this week's Torah portion. In this week's Torah portion, what portion is it this week of Ramel? Exactly. Vayeshev. Very good. So what does Vayeshev mean? Simple meaning of Vayeshev is that Yaakov lived in the land that his father lived in the land of Canaan. Yaakov lived in Israel in the place of his father. But the Mzitcha Magad gives two explanations to this, to, this, to this sentence. The first explanation is that Vayeshev means to not just live, but to live and be very um, present, very akava. Akava means not just you're in a place, but you're very, you're very um, attached to that place. You're very connected to that place. And what was the place Yaakov was living in? Said the Magid, Canaan. Canaan also is connected to a deceit. As the Torah says, Canaan mirma, the in Canaan has in his hand um, a, a uh, false scale, a scale of deceit. So why is Yaakov in the place of deceit? Why is he so connected and so immersed in his place of deceit? Said the Magid, purpose of this is, is Megure. The word Megure means reverence. That means that although Yaakov was in a place of deceit, in a horrible place, nevertheless, Yaakov maintained his reverence for his father in heaven. He may have been in an unfriendly place, in, un- in a very non-sensitive, non-spiritual place, yet his integrity is, is, is fully there. He is completely... Um, um, Unaffected by his surroundings. That's the first translation of the Magid of this, of this verse. He is Megura Yavah, he's in a state of reverence for Hashem. And there's another translation of the Magid. The Magid said, What does Megura Yavah mean? The word Magur comes from the word uh, to gather. Yaakov's journey into this world, what was the purpose of this? To gather the sparks of holiness in the physical world. So it comes out that these two explanations of the Magid have a completely opposite they're completely opposite in their tra- trajectory according to the first explanation the Magid is saying that Yaakov remains perfect although he is in a unfriendly place, he is not affected by the um, by, the, by the, his surroundings and he reaches perfection he reaches perfection, he ascends personally in, his, in service of Hashem because he withstands the challenges of his location. That's the, um, so according to the first explanation of the Magad, it's about Yaakov maintaining his spiritual integrity, Yaakov ascending because of his, um, because of his, his, his achievement of, of not being affected by his surroundings. According to the second explanation of the Magad, the trajectory and the impact of Yaakov is not a personal one. Rather, the Torah is talking about what Yaakov does for the world. Yaakov gathers the sparks of holiness that are in the world. So there are two different explanations, and they have a whole two, two different directions. However, since both explanations are in the same verse, so the rule of Torah is, as we see by the laws of Shatness, that when there are two translations on the same word, the um, all the, tran- all the Translations are connected to each other. The law of Shatnas is that um, the three translations, the Gemara says, of, of how the wool and the linen 
need to be connected in order for it to be in order for, for it to qualify to be forbidden as shatnas. The two translations are uh, sh- spun, um, spun, twined, and woven. And the halacha is, and it doesn't have all three together, it's not considered shatnas. It has to have all three. So, so although there are three different translations of the word, nevertheless the Gemara puts all three together in order to translate shatnas. It has to have all three. So, in a similar way, um, we have to say that there are these two translations of the Magid, of this verse, aren't two independent explanations, but they are, they complement each other. And more, in an, in an example of shatnas, the translations of the word shatnas are, um, those translations are um, about the word shatnas. Here, the Magid is giving a more of a broad stroke translation of what this verse is about. He's not just translating a word. He's talking about what was the purpose of Yaakov's descent in this world. Is it about him or is it about the world? It's, it's a, it's, it's a, he's, he's, not, he's classifying the whole context of the verse, not just translating the word. So we have to say that these two explanations are connected to each other and they complement each other. So how so? So when the neshama comes to the world, it ascends to a higher place. You read the Letzer There's two ways to explain why does the soul ascend to a higher place. What about coming to this world grants the soul the ability to rise higher than it was before? So one explanation is this. The soul, before it came to this world, didn't um, have the advantage of being a Baal Tshuva. It was more in the realm of a tzaddik. A tzaddik is someone who's always serving Hashem, never makes a mistake. Baal is someone who succumbs to failure. And despite the fact that they've, that they've succumbed to failure, they stop and they turn around and they decide to once again serve Hashem. This ability to stop and redirect highlights the incredible bond the soul has with Hashem. So in a similar way, just like a Baal expresses his bond to, in, with Hashem by, by um, stopping going after things he shouldn't and, and, and turning around and serving Hashem, so too, um, in the descent of the soul to a body, the powerful bond of the soul to, the, of the soul to Hashem is also highlighted. As we just said, just, despite the fact he's in an unfriendly surrounding, um, he still maintains the same kind of connection the soul had to Hashem when it was in heaven. When the soul was in heaven, had this beautiful connection to Hashem, and now it comes to the world, it still has this beautiful connection to Hashem, but the circumstances have changed. And yet the soul hasn't changed. It's like we say in Hallel, Ona Hashem Avdacha. Ona is written with a hey. Ona means wherever. Wherever Hashem, wherever you send me, I'm your servant, and it doesn't matter where you send me, I'm always going to be your servant. So Ona Hashem, doesn't matter where. So just like about Shuva, in order for him to make those changes in his life, that, sh- that highlights the connection he has with Hashem, so to the soul, in order for the soul to maintain whatever it was doing in heaven, to maintain that, it requires an, an, a, 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 it requires an unshakable bond with Hashem. So according to that, it's not that the soul is doing anything new, and it's not that the soul is, didn't have it before. The soul had this bond with Hashem when it was in heaven. The soul is doing the same thing that it was doing when it was in heaven. It's just that now that the soul has come to the world, because of the new circumstances, the soul now has to... Um, 
bring out its best. And as we say in America, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going, what brings out the toughness, the power of the soul's connection to Hashem, it's challenges. It's, it's because of its descent that it reaches the level of Batshuva. That's one way of classifying the, the soul's um, ascent after coming to this world. The soul, it's revealed in the soul. It's, um, it's bond with Hashem. Um, hold on a second. Anybody you want to mute yourself for a second? No problem. You didn't say anything wrong. So, so there's another explanation of why when the soul comes to this world, does the soul ascend to a higher place. The other explanation is this. Hashem wants to have a home in this world. He wants us to change the physical world. He wants the world to become a home for Him. The Hebrew word for world, olam, comes to the world word concealment. So the world naturally, as it was created by Hashem, conceals godliness. So the soul is meant to uh, change the playing field that it's in and make the world a home for Hashem. The soul is meant to, to change what's going on over here. So how is it possible for the soul to um, impact the world in such a way? The reason why it's possible is because of the godly power that Hashem imbues the soul with. It's impossible to change the world the way the soul does. And the, re- and the only way that it can happen is because of an infinite power that Hashem imbues the soul. So that's why the soul ascends to a higher place when it comes to this world. It's because the soul is not, not because of, in the first explanation, because the soul is maintaining what it was doing. It's because in order, it's because in order for the soul to do its mission in this world, the soul needs to have something infinite that comes into it. The soul has to have something new they didn't have before. It's something godly the soul didn't possess before. So it's actually um, ascending higher than it was before. It's not that the soul is maintaining what it had before and, it's, and it just wasn't revealed, like in the first explanation, but rather to get the job done for the soul to go and to change the world, it's, it's, um, it needs to um, have something godly in it. So, it follows then, according to the second explanation, it's not that the soul ascends after it passes away to a new place it was before, but even to do the job that it needs to do in this world, to, to, to in order for the soul to, so to speak, roll up its sleeves, and to get involved in the physical world, the soul has to change its whole trajectory of what it's interested in. When the soul is in heaven, what is it interested in? The soul is in heaven is interested in just serving Hashem, it's about its own its own connection to Hashem. The soul is in a state of love and a state of reverence for Hashem. Imagine you're in Gan Eden. You're there for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month in Gan Eden. You're there for a long time. And, and, and what, are you, what are you waking up with? What are you going to sleep with? It's all about your beautiful bond you have with Hashem. Come to this world. There's a whole different question Hashem is asking you. Hashem is asking you, what have you done for me over here? I asked, I want a home here in this world. What are you doing for me? So Hashem is asking a whole new question to the soul in this world. Hashem is asking the soul to stop thinking about itself. Hashem is saying to the soul, start, start thinking about the world. So in order for the soul to start thinking about the world, the soul has to now have a new kind of bond with Hashem. It has to have a new devotion to Hashem that didn't have before. The soul has to have a new kind of bittal that it, had, that it didn't have before. 
So now we can understand these two explanations of the Magid, not only not, not um, divergent, but they actually complement each other. What was the first explanation? The soul comes to this world, to, and it maintains its, its reverence for Hashem. What's the second explanation? The soul comes to this world, to gather the sparks. So actually in Torah or this week, the Alter Rebbe says that the word Magor also means treasure house. The soul comes to this world, it says that Hashem's, Hashem's treasure house is fear of Hashem. So the soul comes to this world, not just to gather the sparks, but the Alter connects gathering the sparks to achieving fear of Hashem. And, and now we understand why. The fear of this, uh, the, 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 maybe in quality, the soul's um, devotion to Hashem in heaven um, was missing something. It didn't have the same kind of quality it has now. In quantity, it certainly had a higher quantity of service of Hashem, of reverence for Hashem before. Now it has a higher quality. Let me explain. We see in our prayers that once the temple was destroyed, we're no longer able to go to Jerusalem and bow down to Hashem. We're not able to go down and to bow before you. Question is, we maybe not, may, may not be able to um, uh, go to Jerusalem and see the temple, but we could bow. We do bow. We bow Rosh Hashanah many times. In Kippur, we bow many times. What does it mean when we say we can't bow to Hashem? So this explains that when you see Hashem, your bowing to Hashem is deeper. When you see Hashem, it's not just your body is on the ground and you're looking on the ground, hey, is there, um, is there, is I'm going to get my get dusty, my suit going to get dusty. Should I put a napkin down like the other guy next to me? Uh, when you bow down to Hashem in the Beis HaMikdash, because of what you've seen, there is a total um, wholesome bowing down to Hashem where, where you've lost yourself in the process. So in quantity, every fiber of your being is in a state of abnegation to Hashem. So in quantity, the temple is, is where Bittal is at. That's total devotion to Hashem. But in quality, there's something that's new that happens because the soul comes to this world. What's new is that the soul now experiences a, a new kind of question. Should I think about myself? Or should I think about what Hashem wants? Should I focus on me? Or should I focus on Hashem's, question, Hashem's desire to have a home in this world? So because the soul has to now suspend its own desires and to do what Hashem wants in the soul, ah, because of this, the soul experiences a new kind of bittal, a new kind of devotion to Hashem. So now we say they're, they're connected because the soul's gathering sparks. That's why the soul has a greater devotion and greater reverence for Hashem. These two explanations are, 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 are complementing each other. It's not that just the soul comes to this world and it maintains what it has before, but in order for the soul to be able to make the change in the world, in order for the soul to cause its infinite, to harness the infinite power of Hashem to make this change, how does the soul get this power from Hashem to make this dramatic change in the world that requires an infinite power is by the soul itself doing something infinite, by the soul itself stopping to think about itself and the soul thinking about the desire of Hashem. So the soul gets more migure, gets more reverence for Hashem when migure, when it gathers the sparks. It had, it, it, this is something that happens also in our lives. You know, when you get older, you're in yeshiva, you're younger, and you're, you're, your focus is on, on you. How many brownie points do you have in your service of Hashem? You get older, and Hashem has a different job for you. You have to go out, you have to go work, you have to, you have to get married, you have to earn a livelihood. 
it's a whole different trajectory. And, and it seems like you lost a lot of alapa when you were in yeshiva. That's only in, in, in quantity. But in quality, different kind of service of Hashem. Now your focus isn't inward. Your focus is, what is Hashem asking for me? So bottom line is, today is the day of the, Reb, the Alter Rebbe's release from prison and coming from the Magid Zilula. It says on the day of the passing of the Tzaddik, the Tzaddik soul sends to a new place that ever was before. It causes salvation on the earth. And just like the Alter Rebbe was redeemed on this day, uh, we ask Hashem, as Alter Rebbe said, that I've sanctified the night of the Kislev to be such a holy day that whenever a Jew asks Hashem, he should be answered. Hashem, Alter Rebbe made this day to be so holy that Hashem listens to us. And we're able to cause salvation with our prayers today and to, uh, for an, an amazing way. Hashem listens to us like, a, like Alter Rebbe's expression, I think, was like, like a Tzadik Gomer on Yom Kippur. Hashem listens to us today on, on just a, a regular Russia, regular, not, not a good person. Today, Hashem listens to us. Let's say L'chaim, Ebushu should uh, not just give us what we had before as running this, in, in this, in this uh, thought, this th- that Hashem wants us to ascend higher. So Hashem should also cause us to see the conclusion of the exile, where all this, not just all the sparks are gathered, but all the Jewish people are gathered together in Yerushalayim, Mashiach Tzadkeinu, see the Geula, Geula for all the hostages, Geula for all the Jewish people, any questions? Any questions or comments? All right.